You are now listening to Rest Days. Before we dive into this week's episode, it's important for us to note that some of the topics we cover could be triggering. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of Rest Days. My name is Maria Sylvester-Terry, and I am one of your hosts of this lovely hair podcast. With me is the fantastic... Lauren Lavelle. Yay! So we're both present today, as we always are, for a fantastic episode. I really think so. I think that's the word of the day for me. We're talking about fitness trackers. Uh, Fitness trackers tend to get an interesting reputation in both the diet culture spaces as well as non-diet culture spaces and in, you know, areas of your life where you're looking to improve or detach or whatever it is you're trying to do. Fitness trackers sort of have their own reputation for better or for worse. And we are going to get into both sides of that conversation today. Maybe you'll leave feeling like you know how to use a fitness tracker for you or you actually realize, hmm, Maybe I don't really need one at all. We obviously should disclose that we both wear fitness trackers, and I think I can speak for both both of us and say we like them. Yes. Yeah. So I think we're we'll talk about that in a little bit, but just thought we we should share that. Um, and we've had a long journey personally, individually, with our fitness tracking situations. So you know we're all different, but here we are. We're different together. We would not be rest days without clickbait, and I have absolutely no idea what Lauren has, but she says she has something, so take it away, friend. Yeah, I have something. It's unfortunate that it exists, Um, but (laughs) but it it does. It's It's a great clickbait, and it's something that I personally want to talk about as someone who has been diagnosed with PCOS and um, often just does not get a ton of answers about what that Mm. means. Obviously, without getting too deep in it, there are a lot of things being recommended now that uh, maybe wouldn't have been recommended before or are just kind of a cover up for a lot of things that come with having a PCOS diagnosis. They are not going to solve the problem. They are just going to fix some of the symptoms that people experience. So needless to say, there is a lack of information for people who have this. And there is also this like strong drive for people to find oh yeah you know help um of course. which is why when there's people on the internet promoting ways to help this it can become a slippery slope and dangerous very quickly and i saw this person who um is a pcos expert according to them uh <laughs> and they showed this very like this one particular exercise and they were like when you realize you can do this exercise and finally burn belly fat when you have PCOS. And it was like, oh, literally, yeah. <laughs> it, was one, it was one move. It was like, when you realize you can do this instead of doing hit and all the other things you can do, and this is going to be what changes your body with PCOS. And I could not help but like giggle until I opened the comments. And then people were like, Hi, I have a shoulder injury. So what if I can't do this move? Hi, I I was wondering, like, does it work if you do X, Y, and Z? And like, people were in there looking for variations. They were looking for validation on this move. And because this person isn't a trainer, as far as I know, oh, no. they are just a self-proclaimed expert. There wasn't really any, none of these people were getting commented, like no feedback to these people whatsoever. It was just this very blanket statement. And it is just really like classic internet clickbait of like, okay, so what if I was one of those people who just didn't know that this was clickbait targeting me because of an, al- an algorithm? Yeah, yeah. And I started doing this dumbass exercise every day. <laughs> Just one move, which is so mind-blowing. Like, I'm going to replace all forms of movement that I do with this one move. And, oh, sorry, like, if you have a messed up shoulder, you're not going to be able to do the overhead part of it. Or you're, like, just, like, so many, such a lack of consideration for nuance and 
body diversity and also a lack of consideration for the fact that people are just, I mean, this was the consideration that people are really desperate for this information. So um, as a person who was, is like in a thinner body, they're going to just say, do this one move and that's, what's going to help you, Uh... you know, with your PCOS. So I was just, that was my clickbait and it definitely ties into the idea of fitness trackers pretty well for me because really a lot of the recommendations around working out with PCOS, which I feel are not in depth enough to prescribe Mm -hmm. one thing or another personally, um, circulate around like heart rate and heart rate zones and stuff that we will get into in this episode. But like when we were talking about clickbait, this was going to be my clickbait no matter what the episode was. Cause I was just so heated. I was like, and, and the, the like to comment ratio was really off. There was just like a lot of things that were giving red flags for this. And the fact that the creator didn't respond to anything, it was just so yucky. So I just wanted to shout out to folks who are looking for solutions because you're really not getting that from your care team. And it can be super frustrating to wait for that kind of stuff or not really have definitive answers. As tempting as it is, remember that there are people on the internet who are trying to sell you things. And this person is trying to sell that they're an expert by giving you one exercise move, which blows my mind again. Again, not gonna not gonna be the thing that fixes fixes you. And um, there are so many other factors that go into it. So remind shout out to all my people who knew that reminder because I was blown away. Yeah, you know, it really I, as much as I want to laugh at how absurd it is. I'm gonna be honest, I'm really mad, and it's manipulative, and it's deceitful, and it's yeah. clickbait, right? I mean, that is clickbait, um, but it, it makes me disappointed because my clickbait is followers submitted or listeners submitted. And this particular listener has a very funny running joke with me, which is, oh, look, once I have this, I'm going to get a big, beautiful house, going to lose 100 pounds, and I'm going to get married, and I'm going to have a much happier life. And while we're able to laugh about it, I think it's so important for us to be able to zoom out and say, like, is this a silver bullet? Am I being promised a silver bullet for a complicated health condition that is not nearly researched enough and it comes in the form of a movement that not everyone can access like get the hell out of here get out of here yes and it's also coming from a person who is in like a traditionally fit like a perceived fit body so also questions come up of like "Mm, no you PCOS doesn't have necessarily a look. There are people who assume that there is a look, but there is a variety of bodies that could experience PCOS and a variety of symptoms that accompany it. So it's just really like, yeah, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, a lot of people don't have the maybe vision or like the understanding to ask for credentials. Right. Right. They just want answers. (laughs) Well, I mean, how could you not? PCOS is absolutely um, life altering, right? In every physiological sense, emotional sense, it can affect how you live your daily life at times, right? Um, Of course, we want answers. So it's just, again, manipulation. That's that's the word that keeps coming up for me. Yes. Um, it sort of reminds me, and I, I know this is a little tangential, but I have a point. Delina and I had lunch yesterday, and when we were talking, um, she was talking about how a lot of our you know clientele are fed up with the clickbait of intuitive eating mm-hmm. and how it's like a lot of you know traditionally thin, white, blonde women they don't have to be blonde. They can be brunette, like whatever it is, occupying a, you know, a ideal body, right. And saying, just eat the cookie, just eat the hot dog, just do the thing. And then a year later, folks are like, well, I have prediabetes. Like I've been just eating the cookie all year, um, which was really important for my healing. I'm also lacking a lot of nuance around nutrition. And it, it kind of creates a system of like, well, that person recommending this advice isn't just eating the cookie all the time either. Do you know what I'm saying? Like how manipulative that is. Like the person who's, right. who's saying, um, I'm an expert in XYZ fitness. Here's the move that's going to change your life with PCOS. Like, do they have PCOS? Are they only doing that move all the time? Right. Like if I only <laughs> did that, like if we only did that move or dietitians only ate cookies, like this would not be going the way that it is. Like, 
it's just it's yeah. so it's so weird and it's so like reductive and like Bingo, uh, Lauren yes it's it, yeah I, I totally I totally think that's true but I love how you had to bring a hot dog into this Caleb <laughs> <laughs> goes why is every episode gotta include a hot dog and I was like <laughs> Gosh, he doesn't mean rest days, everyone, if you know, you know. Um, so, all right. So my clickbait is from a listener. Her name's Caroline, and she sent this to me with the following text. Um, I feel like this is probably clickbait, but it's so tempting. I wear something around my neck and I won't be stressed. Yes, please. And it's something called the Sensate. Have you seen this? No. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I'm looking it up. Okay. So everyone get on your phone and look up Sensate. Um, here's a collab post caption. Is your body's stress management system in overdrive? Having tools that help regulate your nervous system is an important part of, of healing. And one of my favorite tools that I keep right in my office for use with clients is the MySensate device. It's apparently developed by physicians, tested in clinics, and it sends a patented infrasonic wave through your chest that tones your vagus nerve, uh, which of course is one of the longest and most notable nerves in the human body. Um, it can decrease stress and anxiety, improve sleep, emotional regulation, immune function, mental clarity. I heard you also win a million dollars and you get a free car. It's pretty cool. Um, that's a joke. My, it's called Sensate or My Sensate is your key to calm. And for anyone who is looking, it looks like this giant like vibrator. It's an necklace. egg. It's an egg, like Yanni egg <laughs> necklace thing. Um, it reminds me of one of the earliest fitness trackers, which was this leaf. I forget the name of it, but it, it got me in the in the uh, targeted Facebook ads, I'd say in 2014. And it looks just like it. And you're just kind of chilling with this thing on your neck. And I, I think it's clickbait because even if, well, we do know the vagus nerve is very important, right? Even if it is supporting the vagus nerve, it is not going to be, I would say, even in your top five tools for stress management. Because before stress, man before stress management is using a device like that, we have to be getting sleep. We have to be supporting our relationships with healthy boundaries and good communication. We have to be eating to nourish our bodies and taking rest days and moving to nourish our bodies. Uh, we need boundaries around work, right? Like there's so many other things environmental social determinants of health things that are so out of our control that affect stress uh so here's some expensive device i guess i should look up how much it is did you already look oh um well it is on amazon oh my you god can, you can buy it from amazon and it is 2.99 for a single pack there's a two pack for 5.99 599 dollars just mm -hmm. to be clear bob barter there's style 2.99 bob like absolutely bananas I mean, I'm thinking of things like maybe two sessions with a therapist that might be covered for that. It's also, you might also like daily vagus nerve exercise. Mm -hmm. Just one, you know? Just one. Well, that's the whole theme today. <laughs> that's Just what I'm saying. One and done, baby. One um, cookie, one hot dog, one exercise, <laughs> one weird egg that you bought off of Amazon. And one Stanley Cup, and we're mm -hmm. all done here. Not the hockey one. No, no, no. Just the one you need. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't have one. It's the Stanley Cup you need. Um, I do not have one, and uh, my arms are grateful for it because they're already tired of lifting heavy things. So here we go. That's our clickbait for today. Lauren, any initial thoughts on uh, the Vegas Nerve infrasonic technology? Um, obviously, I was like, I'd try it. <laughs> well, always, always. If you know Lauren, of course, yes. <laughs> I'd try it. You know, um, and then also like, you know, reading the reviews and, and stuff like that. I, I often wonder, and there's nothing wrong with it. I often wonder like, what is just like people's perception of how it's helping them? Because like ah. all of the, all of the pictures are people like lying there with their eyes closed with this little egg on their chest. <laughs> so I'm like, it actually looks like distinctly exactly like this foot scrubber that I have, but I won't get into it. Um, <laughs> but like everyone is like meditating while they're using it. So like, would that work without that egg thing? If you just did the meditation part? I mean, that's I not know. what they're selling Lauren. 
I know, but I'm I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. So that's my that's my thought on it. I'm like, oh yeah, I would definitely try it. But also, would I get the same results from just meditation? And how would I know I got those results without using my fitness tracker? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, on that note, I think uh, Lauren, I'm glad you sort of outed yourself a bit, although it's already been out. We had an episode called Gizmos and Gadgets Aplenty back in the uh, holiday times when the shopping was big and people were looking for gifts. And in that episode, Lauren shared that, you know, she's kind of like the first person to want to try something. Wants to try the device. She's going to try all the vibrators, all the fitness <laughs> vibrators, <laughs> the fitness vibrators. <laughs> well, you can try all the other ones too. Well, we yeah. that, that episode hasn't happened yet. We didn't review those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We didn't. Um, and I'm much more of a skeptic. Um, I also just like, I don't know. I think when it comes to spending hundreds of dollars on technology that I'm sort of like iffy about, I'm unless willing to make the jump, but some people do and they really love these things. And if it wasn't for you taking the jump to try Whoop, I would have never tried it. So I'm more of a testimonial gal. Um, but Lauren definitely is, you know, someone who modeled for me that you could have a positive relationship with a fitness tracker. And um, I think it's okay to be someone who likes to buy gizmos and gadgets. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's great. Go back and listen. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Yes, we need to. We need to always be trying gizmos. Um, and you said buy as if I was going to buy all these. I'm not, I'm not. I said I would try it. Oh, <laughs> they send <okay>. it to me. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that that's, it's so real when it comes to fitness trackers. They're not all created equal. So I do think that there are some cases where maybe we do need to try multiple mm-hmm. times um, because I have had a fitness tracker in the past and I didn't end up having a good relationship with it. Is it because of the actual mechanism of the fitness tracker or was it because of my mental state or a combo? It was a combo. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm giving the answer away. Sure, it's the it was a combo. Um, but since we've been wearing we collectively the, <laughs> yeah. the group, we are a unit. Yes, <laughs> since we've been wearing whoops, I feel fine, and I get asked about it a lot. And I think that there are some definite red flags when it comes to wearing a fitness tracker that we could talk about. Mm-hmm. And there's some green flags. Um, yeah. But I would love to hear your I would love to hear your first red flag of fitness trackers and see if it is in line with mine. I'm pretty sure it's going to be. Um, My first red flag is um, when you think you are doing great and then you see the data and then you're like, I hate it. Like I I didn't do enough. Um, Or, or worse, you think, and you know, you had a great workout, but you forgot to wear the device or it wasn't on properly and it didn't capture the data as accurately as it could. So it just immediately ruins how you felt in your bones about that workout. Like you knew I had a good night of sleep, I had a good workout, but because the data isn't mirroring your feeling, it completely dysregulates you and how you see it. And that is my biggest red flag. Yeah, I am one guilty of that because there's two whoops in the house and there's three whoop chargers supposedly, but we can't find more than one at a time. And so <laughs> my shit is dying all the time <laughs> because I didn't charge it. And it's almost like a running joke at this point that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in the middle of a workout and I'll look because I'm wearing it. So I'm not thinking about it. I'm like, uh oh, it's dead. Yep. <laughs> None of this effort is going to be tracked but I think the reframe there is that like I'm going to do the effort like I'm going to do the workout anyway like I was going to do it anyway um but in another life that would have felt like it was not worth it to do the movement even if I had planned on going to the gym even if that morning I was walking out of my house and um a large bird of prey like came and took my watch off of my arm I would still be, I'm like already scheduled to go to the gym I'm gonna go um so like it has bird, not- bird trauma aside you're still going to the workout I would be hospitalized with with emotional issues 
even if some freak bird <laughs> i'm just saying i think that people when we start living our lives around like uh, our ability to yeah. mine that data on ourselves and to access that data and it, nothing matters besides that i would have liked to see my heart rate spike when that bird came down but like, <laughs> otherwise i'm just saying like if you forget it at home like i know most of us are not forgetting our phones at home but like you know, sometimes things happen. You like let your phone die. Yeah, it's okay yeah. if your if your tracker dies, but when you're in that state where you're like, I gotta get to a wall and plug my tracker in before I continue with my day, that's definitely a red flag. Mm, yes, 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 yes. And that I, like, what about like changing your schedule? I love that whole concept. Like, I'm still going to the workout. Like, if your whoop was dead, you wouldn't take a 3 p.m. fitness class if you were scheduled for a 10. Like, right, you like, still live your life, right. Yeah, it's so it's so unserious, but I feel like when you're in it so deep, it can feel like, well, I'm not going to get my points or like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to win. And, um, yeah. and I think that that could be its own red flag is like winning at the data. So like the optimization and also just like winning because some of them back in the day, at least had like leaderboards. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> and, God. That's right. Yeah. So like there was the idea of like you being in a friendly competition, but if anybody knows me, it was like not friendly, very unfriendly. Yeah. And so that like, that is a big red flag of thinking like you're going to win your like win with your data. Yes. Yes. I remember using Strava a lot for running when I lived in Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. less less here. I was just using different apps. Um, And I, there was a track, a section of the Wissahickon trail that I was like the number one, like I had the best speed or something for that section. So I would go to that section and I kept running it and running it and running it to maintain my place on the leaderboard. This is, you know, like 15 years ago, 10 years ago. And I realized I wasn't running anywhere else Mm -hmm. because I was, I had to be on top. And I think that idea of like needing to win at the data, needing to be the best, it really, um, it's in it, it's against everything that our bodies actually want to do, which is modulate and like sometimes need modifications and need extensions and like breathe heavier some days, sweat more some days, not go some days. Like it felt like I had to maintain a streak and we are rewarded for streaks on apps. Mm. Apple Watch is notorious for that. If you build up certain level of streaks, the next, the end of the month, it's like, okay, here's your goal for next month. Do they give little prizes? Let me tell you, I don't know anything about my Apple alerts. Like they'll be telling me stuff and they're like, here's your move goal. I'm like, I'm literally like on a walk. (laughs) Yeah. And they're, they're just like, you could do more. I'm like, what do you want me to do? (laughs) What do you want from me? Find find a hill, drop and give me 20. I literally don't know anything about you. Like, Well, that's the other thing, too, is, like, it's all automated to be certain numbers, but you can go in and change it. Right. I think people often are like, no, I should just, like, do what it says. It's like, well, what if you just did what your body wanted to do or said that you should do? So it's interesting. I think when we program ourselves into optimization, being at the top, the leaderboard, the streaks, I mean, we are so disconnected from ourselves. So that's got to be one of the scariest things about fitness trackers is the way people really truly like you said live their lives around them yeah it's like uh all all intuition is out yeah fitness tracker info in like whatever this bully from my (laughs) my apple because i don't have an apple watch but like my phone has like the apple like health or something oh i i actually i deleted it which is like offloads it so Unless I want to see like how many steps I walked at like festival or something, I'll redownload it. But I I got rid of it because I also remember getting those notifications. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was using it to track my period. So anyway, oh. um, <laughs> so, so I'm keeping it, I yeah. guess. But um, I just get mad every time. I think that that's a, a red flag for sure. Another one I think is um, is in the same same thing but a lot of these trackers show calories and so this is where more of like the nutrition thing comes in 
But it's really interesting because as silly as this sounds, like I never, ever look at the calorie count on my thing because I'm not looking for it for any particular reason currently. And so for me, that's not super triggering. But I I know a past version of myself would have been like, oh, this is very useful information. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, And I feel like it's a disservice when that information is pretty general and flawed and and just like is not super reflective of like what you need it to be you know it's easily misunderstood um it's like calories burned and people are thinking of it as what they can eat like just very like I'm like mayday 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 so I think trackers that really are calorie forward can be extremely problematic yes yes without uh, informed consent. I don't think anyone's getting the fine print and reading it. I'm sure it's in the fine print that calorie tracking is <clears throat> really, really poorly done. Like it's, we don't have a great way to track calories of movement because in order to get it done accurately, we need you to like sit in a recliner chair for 45 minutes with a hood on your head where we're tracking your inhalation and exhalation, your CO2 out, O2 in. Like there's a, I would have a panic attack if I was yes. wearing that hood on my head and then it would be inaccurate. Yes, correct. Um, having This was my thesis research was RMR um, testing and it really was resting metabolic, not basal metabolic, which the difference would be that I like come to your house as soon as you wake up and test you, which is doubly anxiety for you um, with my <laughs> plastic helmet. I think, you know, I having been on the other side of this using RMR technology and indirect calorimetry for research of athletes, I am floored at how hard it is to convince people that the calories are incorrect. There is a really awesome study, and I'll link it, 25% to 95% inaccurate is uh, a study. Also that range, like that range is embarrassing. 13 13 trackers are within 25 to 95% inaccurate. So I have a couple thoughts on this. One is whoop calories are you know, like total, it's like of the whole day because it's more holistic. It's not, you can see calories per workout. I, I also just kind of disengaged with that. Um, but what I think people start to do is they start to think, I only burned 2,000 calories today. I can only yeah. eat 2,000 or less if I have this sort of like weight loss goal or whatever it might be. But there's things that these calorie trackers can't do. For example, they're not going to track the actual caloric expenditure of a weightlifting workout. It's very difficult for it to do that because you're burning energy all day long because of weightlifting. Like it's all day your body is burning energy. And I also find that when you see the number of calories per workout, you start to validate whether the workout was good, that you were good at it. We're like, we're not even looking at like, wow, I got better and more efficient at the workout. And that's why I burned less energy. No one's doing that. They're going, I didn't burn 400 calories today. Well, I was planning on eating out with a friend and now I can't get drinks. Ah, like, Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the last little like sciencey note I'll end on is something I've shared in um, community class. I shared in all of my groups. I share with all of my individual clients. Your energy expenditure is 10% or less of the total energy you need to eat 10% or less. So what, I mean that like that could be any number for any number of individuals, but it's not that much. And yet we're giving it like a 50, 50 say, like whether yeah. or not we need to eat more or less, like we have to deprogram ourselves from that. Otherwise it becomes, per, it is definitely a huge red flag for me as well is seeing the calories as the sort of report card or like, oh, well, I, I'm burning all of these calories. Like, I am healthy. It's like, you're using data that's completely unrelated to health. Yeah, I think that what you said that really struck me and it has been a conversation that I've had with people who I work with is like, I don't feel like I'm like I'm working out hard enough in this class because X, Y, and Z based mm-hmm. on either my heart rate or um, the calories that this thing says that I burn out and we can get into heart rate more, but like number one bar is a low impact exercise. Um, It's meant to give you that like endurance and slow burn. So you're not going to get from bar what you get from hit. 
you know, you're just not, or from a run. Those are all different types of workouts. Um, but I think it can be frustrating when you're using that as a, a major guide, as your North star. And it's not, um, it's not equating to what you're feeling because let me tell you, like you're getting your ass kicked every single time in bar. Yeah. And then to look at your watch and have your watch be like, Blip, were you taking a nap during that 45 minutes? <laughs> You're like, alive. Yeah, like, girl, like, what? Um, so I think that that can be super challenging to, like you said, deprogram and, and tear yourself away from when it comes to trackers. I think we're doing a great job of scaring everyone away from having a tracker right now, to be honest. Well, you know, I have a thought on it, but I'll let you continue. No, I'm good. Have your thought. <laughs> so I'm thinking the same thing. We're, you know, we're very different people as, as you listeners know. But I was thinking the same thing. And I'm like, man, this would scare anybody from wearing a tracker. And also, I think we as humans are capable of nuancing things and saying, I know that this data is here. I know it is not accurate and I am not going to engage in it. And I'm going to work really hard to challenge myself to be in tune with myself, which I know is difficult. will take time. It's going to be as much of an effort as the workout itself. Like I believe in us that we can recover and heal from those mindsets and thought patterns and we'll, with lots of help, right? It might require you to work with someone or to, you know, choose different fitness instructors and, maybe even take a break from fitness in general. But like, I believe we're capable. So if you're someone who's like, well, I guess I just won't buy one. It's like, well, are you in a place to navigate that? And I remember exactly where I was when you were telling me about Whoop. And I was like, I actually feel like I might be able to handle that. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and it was such a cool feeling. And I think you don't get that feeling if you don't have that conversation with yourself. And if you don't at least have a little confidence in your ability to not get got. Yes, absolutely. I was going to say that I took years off. I donated um, all of my old trackers to large birds of prey and I just <laughs> let them have it. They didn't have to come get it. And I was like, no, I don't want these like strictly like, you know, shiny things, leave them alone. Yeah. And I was sad about it, to be honest. Like, yeah. if I could be really clear, I was sad to lose that piece of technology in the way that, like, I, not in the way that I was using it, but sad to lose access to that data. But I knew that I was not in a place that I could be responsible with what those data outputs were telling me. So I had to be like, no, I need to give this up because I'm not using it in the way that is responsible for me anymore. Like I'm using it for evil. Um. <laughs> I, I love the word responsible there. Yeah. Like yeah. True, true advocacy of yourself. Right. Like girl, you need to take this off because it is not good for you. And so I did. And there was definitely a period where I was sad about it. And then there was a period where I didn't think about it at all. And then when I started when I like started looking, I don't, I don't even think I went looking. I think I heard about a whoop and I was like, what's that? Um, and you know, gadgets and gizmos, she goes looking for it. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool because it's a little bit different than what we had before. It's providing a more well-rounded set of data, which I think most trackers are now moving forward. But I feel like this was like th even three years ago was yeah. a lot different than we were moving out of an era where they were just like compete with your neighbor <laughs> they were like they were like susan next door has ten thousand steps more than you and it's 11 p.m you have one hour <laughs> go they really were like that if you if you could get your ten thousand steps you'll keep, keep your streak up 477 days it's like okay. right and you're like oh my god my 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 virtual gold coins <laughs> we're back at fucking neopets all over again we are getting yeah but you're the pet <laughs> yes yeah we're the sim absolutely <laughs> Beep, 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 boop, boop. So like once I realized that that was not really the center of what this type of tracker was, that felt like a green flag for me. That felt like, oh, well, this seems like 
more well-rounded. Do I still think that for some folks, this could be potentially triggering? Absolutely. Yeah. Any piece yeah. of technology could be used <laughs> to for evil. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I think that like, that was my first step towards like, oh, I really do want to use this. I am interested. I am a nerd. I do want to see the data. Because even if the data is bad, like if it's not good, if it's inaccurate, can it be inaccurate with me? And can I learn what that looks like and feels like for me? I already know how I feel. I'm putting this on to look at other ways to like engage with that, like with sleep or with taking deep breaths, like with the little stress monitor on there. Love that. Love breathing. Good for you. <laughs> so I, I think that I think that it really has to do so much with the individual. Um, do you have any personal green flags about the Whoop? Yeah. Or trackers in general, I guess, because if you've used other trackers, there might be some good ones. Yeah, I'll say that mine came from this like academic angle, which is that I only ever heard of Whoop when it came to Major League Baseball. And about maybe five to seven years ago, or maybe longer, the Whoop was very expensive. It was like five or six hundred dollars. And the data wasn't quite it was on an app and everything, but it was like really only associated with major league sports. And I got it through baseball. And then um, I was nannying and the guy that I nannied for was like really into like optimization, like types, Mm. you know, wellness, Joe Rogan wellness. And he and he had a whoop. And jump scare. Yeah. Um, he you know, what was interesting, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that, like, lay people had that device. So then when you told me about it, I was like, what on earth is happening? And it reminded me of the accelerometers that we used in our research study, because it was faceless. And the athlete in the study would wear it for two weeks and not take it off unless they, like, went to a wedding and I saw it on Instagram and they weren't wearing their accelerometer. And I'm like, you just fucked with my data. Anyway, I will unpack that with someone else at another time. Um, I liked that it was faceless. I liked that this, like, high-level data was becoming more available to people that wanted to use it. Um, And I felt like I was in a place where I had so much data to look at that I could go about this from an angle of, like, how do I want to feel? Do I want to feel more rested? I'm going to use that recovery data. Do I want to try to stay asleep longer or create a more consistent bedtime? I'm going to utilize that data. I'm not going to become obsessed with all of it because what I will say when anyone asks about Whoop is it is a lot of information. So I, my green flag was that it was coming from a place where it was like highly reputable. And then it was also allowing me to choose my own adventure. And that felt good. It wasn't like, here's your printout. You did a good (laughs) job today. It's like, there's so many freaking printouts. You got, y'all should see the report at the end of the month. I'm like, what happened when I, you know, like had a gummy before bed? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> all the nights, all the <laughs> nights of smoking weed are like, yeah, you were zonked, girl. <laughs> I love where it's like, you slept longer, but your sleep wasn't any better. And I'm like, sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I felt good. So. <laughs> and that's on using a fitness tracker. <laughs> exactly. Like, I think that that's where we can, we can figure it out. I, I think another thing, and we talked about this in Gadgets and Gizmos, is like the Aura Ring, like is yeah. another tracker that were, that is like super popular, faceless because it's just a little ring. Um, it's for the fancy, it's for the fancy girlies out there who right. don't want to wear um, an unsightly watch tan like I'm rocking. Um, it's so bad, dude. It's very bad. <laughs> It's yours, very bad. Yours is bad. It's awful. Um, <laughs> it's awful. I feel like like when you were little and you got like a watch and a Happy Meal or something and the band, like your arm just started to smell and like disintegrate. <laughs> like, that's what it looks like. But it's not. I'm just t- like really tan. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, but I think that the, the rise of the faceless uh, fitness yeah, trackers kind of signal a change in how they can be used and how we're using them. Additionally, alerts. So hmm. we can set up alerts a little bit more now. I think there's a little bit more uh, customization that you can do for alerts. But back in the day, those alerts were going off. Um, and I feel like that's something that has shifted when it comes to trackers is your ability to customize alerts. Like I just told you, I don't know what I'm doing with my Apple health at all. It's going off and I don't know what's happening. Sometimes it's like your period could start into in the next two weeks. I'm like, how is that helpful? (laughs) 
narrow it down girl um but like (laughs) just knowing and like engaging with it knowing that is it's like okay cool and i'm sure i can go in there and be like i want to turn off all of these settings except for the one that's tracking my cycle um Mm, i just i don't you know i'm not in there doing that i don't really care until it yells at me and then i get mad it's a whole relationship (laughs) we have but um faceless i think changes the game when you're not like constantly looking at it um and we're all constantly looking at our phones, so we could be looking at it all the time. But I feel like with with what I'm using and how I'm using it, I just, while we were talking, looked at the data for the first time today. Oh, really? I don't wake up and look at it. No. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, oh, yay, I'm in the green. Who knew? I already taught my class. I'm already planning on going for a walk. I've already, you know, eaten the meals I'm going to eat at this point in the day and had the amount of hydration like those things haven't changed based on what this is telling me and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad I like it for travel yes yes but like for every day when I'm doing my normal thing if it would have told me I'm in the red is that going to change that I taught a hit class today like it already happened um (laughs) so I think it's important to remember that like you can use it for later where you're like oh wow okay I did teach my hit class maybe I should Go to bed early. <laughs> yes, Not me, yes. but maybe you should. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I really love it for the gentle suggestion for things yeah. like that. Like, oh, it seems like your, you know, your your bedtime consistency is off. Like, try to get to bed earlier tonight. Mm-hmm. Or um, yesterday it said, like, you're making progress toward fitness gains. Keep moving to, like, hit 15.3. And I kind of just, like, laughed at it. And I'm like... I'm living in a really hot, humid environment. I'm going to be outside for the next seven hours. Uh, there's no problem with me doing that. But like in another headspace, I might have been like, oh, I should walk a little faster or something. And I, I I like the gentle nudges. It's not like you need to do this. It's like you could if you wanted to, um, which I, I think for travel is really helpful when you're like not on your rhythm, you have jet lag or whatever it might be. Um, I, I find that that's like, I don't know. I, I like the way you put it. Like you have woken up and already done all the things that you're going to do. And to be honest, whoops, not perfect. Sometimes the data hasn't even loaded by the time, I, <laughs> by the time I'm like in the shower and ready to like start my day. It's like, I'm still thinking about sleep. Please give me a 20 minutes. <laughs> I want to hear something so bad. If we went on Scott's phone right now, his is probably four or five days behind. Wait, because he like what? doesn't like up he doesn't go on the app and it never updates oh, so like oh then God. when he wants to use it i'm like are, we're gonna wait half a century for this to upload i cannot yes. handle it um yeah because you if y'all are unfamiliar you need to have the app open to have it constantly sync information so if right which is also closer, part of the benefit yeah like i am an app closer so that is part of the benefit when you're like i'm logging out of this i'm not engaging with this like yeah go to go night night i'll catch up with you later um so that is definitely a benefit but it's really funny to think of and i think the baseline for all trackers besides like the little nudges which they all do in a different way i think for most of them they still have heart rate Mm -hmm. they're getting more into sleep yes and like stress management and i love the new stress management features Mm -hmm. um because again, I find them to be pretty accurate to my emotional feelings with them. I don't know what the scale means at all. But like, if if I've just done something strenuous, and it's like stressed, that's real, right? Like, I don't really care what the number is, the number could be 52, or the number can be three, like, it's still, I'm yeah. feeling that and it feels accurate. And also using it while doing breath work and like trying to regulate my heart re- heart rate and like bring that down and everything can be really helpful for me because I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm feeling really anxious, I will pull that number up and look at it and be like, go down and like yeah. mentally connect and mentally connect with my breath and be like, slow down, breathe, lower it. And that has been super helpful for me. And I know that heart rate, you know, there's heart rate zones and everything. And mine, mine was in like Mayday. And if you can bring it down from like Mayday to like decent, that can be a really helpful thing to look at if that's something that works for you. Definitely works for me. 
Yeah, I love that element. I have two really random occurrences where I used that heart rate data and I felt like it was they were strong green flags for me. So there's a difference between heat exhaustion and heat stroke. And uh, unfortunately, I can't remember the difference, but one, your heart rate skyrockets and the other, your heart rate stays the same. And obviously when it stays the same, you're in a safer place. You, I think it's heat exhaustion, not stroke, right? Stroke would be the higher higher issue, I think, uh, critical issue. So last year I was at Jazz Fest and I definitely was uh, on way too many substances um, and it was way too hot. And I thought I had hydrated and hydrated and hydrated and I just couldn't keep up. And that's <laughs> someone who like is really on top of hydration, even like days in advance. And I felt really sick and knew something was happening in my body. And I remembered this random tidbit from school. And I was like, oh my God, let me open up my app. And I opened it up and fortunately it still works even though there's no service anywhere. And I could see that my heart rate was still like 60 or 75. And I was like, I'm gonna be okay. So oh yeah, also for everyone, Maria's heart rate is like uh, kind 40. of like a rock. Yeah, it's like 41. <laughs> Um, like you're measuring the heart rate of a rock. <laughs> I swear there's a soul in there. Yeah, it's and it's always been like that. Um, what I found really interesting is I have health anxiety and um, I will um, psychosomatically, I know that's not really the phrase anymore, um, but I will like kind of create a, um, a, a, a situation that isn't happening. And I would have walked myself right into a panic attack thinking that I'm having heat stroke and that would have been really messy so i was able to sort of use data to stay grounded and then a second time which is kind of funny i think you know i was stung by a scorpion right do you remember that yes i do remember like that. two summers ago we went to texas uh stayed in a cabin during the pandemic <laughs> and it was just like isolated and i was very nervous that if my heart rate went up too high and i got a fever i needed to be hospitalized to remove the toxins from the scorpion because that is exceptionally scary and dangerous and I was able to monitor my heart rate and recognize this, I don't have any toxic issue. Like I was just stung and it sucked. And I think in those moments, like that is using data really intelligently to keep yourself safe. Um, and I know it's not fitness in that moment, right? But I think if we can remind ourselves that these trackers could be utilized for good and not evil and not to hate yourself, but actually to help yourself. I mean, those are just two incident, incidents, incidents? Yes. Keep um, going. <laughs> where, <laughs> where, hard today, where I just sort of felt like, oh, like I got me and I got me through data. It's not I am me and I am a good me because of data. Right. I am my data. Boom. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think that that is a great, a great thing to talk about when it comes to heart rate, because the other thing that I hear from folks is that trackers can be extremely useful for folks with chronic illness, particularly um, people experiencing the thing that we talked about recently, which is the post-exertion malaise yes. um, and POTS. So something I talked about uh, on the TikTok recently is that heart rate, monitoring your heart rate through some kind of tracker can help you avoid pushing yourself too far over your edge, yeah. not the edge, your edge, because that is going to change, particularly with chronic illness, um, day to day. So if you had a big for you day, the day before, you are going to be able to monitor mm -hmm. not going overboard the next day to put you into that space where you have to have tons of recovery or where you have a flare. Um, so trackers can be really like used in that way. And I feel like it's super useful because a lot of people are experiencing that and they have really been going in with not a ton of information on their, on their bodies. And again, not all the information is completely accurate, but having some information, even if your heart rate on there wasn't accurate, if you know that the imaginary, if I get past 60, it's a problem for me, yes. then you will know how to look at the numbers regardless of their accuracy and know that you shouldn't go past your 60, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, so I think that that is another way that you can use that for good is just like knowing how to and when to rest based on your experiences in your body, your symptoms that you've experienced, the things you experience in your body and matching that up later or 
as you go with your tracker. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely love that. I, it makes me happy to hear that people are able to utilize information to serve them like in the most positive and um, empowering way. I think that's, yeah. to me, that's like, wow, what a win. It doesn't have to be that like you live and die by the calories or something. Yeah. It's, it's also, it's very much like that uh, clothes are meant to fit your body. Your body's not meant to fit the clothes. It's the same thing. Like the tracker is meant to like enhance your understanding or match up things you might already know, not tell you, (laughs) tell you what you should know, because otherwise you're just going to be very confused. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You're going to have many confusing days if you're relying entirely on something outside of your body to dictate what's going on. Um, There, there needs to be some level of intuition that you're practicing for yourself. And if you're not there, it's totally fine. Like you don't, need it it's not a need it's a fun little toy it's an adult toy it really is like it's it's for fun like it's it's extra it's added it's not required yeah I think I'm really glad that you said that this is like Polly Pocket y'all this is not um you know something you absolutely yeah again like you said like what do you say Neopets (laughs) like we like we really are like we're monitoring our own stats yes (laughs) right right And I think on that note, I'd like to say that if you have listened to this entire episode and you're like, well, I guess I should get a tracker. Like, it sounds like I could do it. I want to make an incredible amount of space to say that people have very different experiences and we can comfortably have this conversation right now because of the way that we have recovered and gone through life and and addressed our different issues it may be part of your healing process to never wear a tracker again. And maybe it is all or nothing in that way for you. And that is okay. I hope that no one is leaving and kind of judging themselves up against us because we just happen to, this might be the one similarity of four that we have. And um, Mm -hmm. it would, you know, in any other scenario, it would be very different to say, you know, I can't do this and Lauren can like, and that is part of living in, (laughs) in a society is we're all different. So I think that, little disclaimer is something I want to leave you with. Yeah. Heavy disclaimers all around. If you are a nerd, it may be fun. Mm -hmm. If you are a nerd who's not quite there yet, get a journal. Yeah. Journal baby. Yeah. For real. Like get a journal. That's what Track yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Choose one habit to do every single day or every other day or something and see how you feel at the end of the month. Yeah. 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 That's all we're doing. Give, give yourself a report. Yes. <laughs> Your own printout. I I love this conversation. I actually would love to hear other people's experience with, with a variety of things, including like Apple watches and stuff mm-hmm. like that, because I know that not all of these things are created equal and they all have their own um, pros and cons. There are pluses and minuses. Sure like, and so I think that when we are having this conversation, there's, there's so much range in what people are going to experience, like you said, and, and it can be fun. Like, let it be unserious. Let it just be, let yourself just be a little sim. Mm, Yes. Let it be unserious is a beautiful, a beautiful statement. I think we should all keep that to heart. (laughs) It's my motto. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it so much. All right, friends. Well, maybe you're tracking, uh, maybe you're going to track some exercise later. Maybe you're going to track what happens if you take a 25 milligram gummy and, and see what happens. And if that happens, please let us know because that would scare me. Yeah. I'm I want to see that data, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared, Lauren. That makes me nervous. I'm we do it. not trend. Maybe you just track your poop or something, too. That could be kind of cool. Mm, yeah throwback anyway no talk picks. to you later friends no pics please talk to you no. later <laughs> bye